The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. You are tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. It's Friday 17th of January and the time is 10 o'clock. Welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a productive and beneficial way. Um, I'm your host Neelam and joining me in the studio today is my guest Jane. Good morning. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How was your journey to, to the studio today? It wasn't too bad actually. The other side of the motorway was a little bit bad. Oh. Up. It's one of those ones you can't tell why either yeah. they're all queuing but i don't know why i know it's quite nice actually when you're on the motorway and you see all this traffic on the other side but you're zooming past yeah, and you think, it's then you think you've got to go back that way in a little yes, while I know, <laughs> i'll be I on know. avoid it i know, know. It's, um i think it's um it's often when there's been an accident or something and everyone just slows down to see what's happened yeah and then that just backlogs everything that is true Everyone's nosy, aren't i know they? my husband has this theory that they need to get out this black screen and then just screen everything off so people just carry That's on driving true, actually. yeah, that'd be yeah. Idea. and it, it might actually uh, get the drive because he drives to um london every day to work and he gets really frustrated when people do just slow down it's just like for no just get on with your business yeah, yeah. that is true that's a good idea <laughs> that one. oh he'll be boosted to hear that <laughs> but it's lovely weather it's a nice change from what we've had it's supposed to be nice this weekend isn't it yes as well? we've got sunshine which yeah. is not not what we expect in january it's really mild isn't it yes yeah. the kids are still hoping for snow but um i'm slowly breaking the news to them that i doubt we're going to get no. any snow what, we get february march time don't we but yeah that's what they're saying we'll they, they said it might be february mum and i was like well actually no it's quite sunny it is it is cold but it's i don't think it's not cold as enough. cold as it has been previously yes. is it really it's not it's quite mild so i'm yeah. just in a jacket and i've got in and out of the car whereas this time of year normally you'd kind of layer a up coat yeah. yes i know yeah so did you have a, um, a good holiday over the christmas break yeah it was good yeah yes. just had some time off spent it with some family yeah. my nieces are what no, two and five and they're really into it so oh. yeah they were funny they were oh. good and my daughter was like oh it's all over and done with like, literally within a day and i was like oh it's so crazy it, just, it did go so quick but they seem to have school for a long time yes i don't know i know yeah. I, so I, I was think... like you can go back to school now <laughs> <laughs> i know i think of a, a three or four days before the holidays were they were due to go back i was like is it not school yet? yeah not? and they had um training day on the monday yeah, so, so they daughter, still had yeah. an extra day at yeah. home and i thought but tuesday i did i did feel quite emotional actually letting them go the house was just silent and i thought oh actually i think i missed them yeah. so it did feel strange but it's good though they, i think well, my daughter especially likes the routine she mm. likes to go and see her friends when she's like off school she's it's, a little bit feral she's like everywhere into yes. everything doesn't get dressed yeah. like, come on have a shower what you want me to shower yeah, yeah I do. yes yeah. you need to shower yeah i know i know it does throw them off guard a bit because there's no structure to the yeah, day yeah, and exactly. so yeah my, my children would wake up and say what we're we doing today and i'm like um i don't know <laughs> and that's quite nice isn't it yeah. just have some down chill out time is quite nice but when it goes on quite a while it's like um yeah we yeah. need to go back and start doing some normality type yes things and i know pieces, and be back in routine yes yeah i know so um i've actually had quite a good week um and i know that last week i shared with the listeners um i've uh from part of my uh new year new beginning for me was i've actually uh invested in a a three-sized magnet that sticks on my fridge which is a planner and it's uh, a monthly planner and my headache for the day was always what shall i cook today oh, what yeah. shall i cook today? definitely so i actually decided to get a monthly planner out and actually have a meal for each day yeah and i filled out um, so do you have a different meal for every day every month? day do you oh that's really good every See, day I'm... so we had a different meal and and i actually now know what i'm doing and even when i went shopping i felt like i you know, know what you're what buying. I'm buying no i did the same thing but i did it only did it for a week and then i kind of bring back some of those yeah. recipes but i started my friend recommended the hairy bikers book it's like oh. a, it's like a diet book but cookbook uh-huh. and even my daughter was like mum these meals are lovely i was oh, like wow. oh right okay so yes. it's just putting like other cooking from scratch recipe, yes. isn't it and yeah. put in natural or kind of no you know what's yeah. in your foods when that's you eat it yes you know, yeah. i did the same thing but fell off the radar a little bit this yeah. week but we'll get back onto it but it's amazing when you plan how much cheaper your shopping bill is rather than going around just buying this and buying that yeah. like, i know because it's I'm, I'm dithering and dathering while yeah. i'm shopping like, oh, i might, I might that. cook that and, yeah. I, and i don't end up cooking most and of the things that i buy oh you throw it away then don't you and that's really bad yeah so i think yeah it's a good way yeah so that's worked and i've been really good because i've actually stuck to it and the kids 
kids are really shocked because they're like, you've actually really stuck to this, oh. Mum. I'm like, yes. And I've uh, done the thing of getting them involved now. So it's been a, a pleasant sight and quite a messy sight as well, getting them involved. But once they, if it's like a vegetable dish, because my children are meat and fish obsessed, so I try and encourage a vegetable dish a week. So we have something that's just pure vegetable-based. And um, they always, like, look for the protein, you know, where's the where's the fish, where's the meat? And I said, look, you know, we're just going to have a veggie day today. And now encouraging them to peel and chop and cut mm. and get involved, they actually quite look forward to eating it. So because, oh, we actually cut did this and we did it, that. Yeah. So well, that's, um, that's quite nice for them to get involved. It's quite hard, though, because I have to sort of bite my tongue about the pace of what they're doing. But um, I think if they're going to eat it and it's yeah. not going to go to waste, I, I have to. So, um, yeah, I, and I see that listeners have actually liked the Facebook page because it's actually on the Inspire FM Facebook page, my planner for the month, so oh, everyone really? can see what I'm going to be eating <laughs> for the next uh, 30 days. Yeah, well, that's it. That's why I put it up there. I thought that it's quite nice to... Um, get some ideas yeah. and because um being asian we tend to just cook curry all the time yeah. which i was getting bored of so um i've actually put a bit of um, salmon there where we roast the salmon and you can do so much with salmon yeah. it's so versatile you can have it you know flaked into rice you can have it um on its own yeah, you can yeah. have it with salad so it's really it's good for you as well isn't it very like good yeah the brains and things yeah you've got a soup maker i've got a soup maker i have I got a soup doing soups yeah. soup tell me it's brilliant yeah and it's really good because it does it all for you yeah. so you don't have know, to do that's, much that's the lazy part isn't it but even yeah. if you've got like fr- um veg that's about to go, go on the turn you yes. can think i'll just put a soup quickly and yes. before you know it you're not wasting anymore again yes i know and i i've um i've got lots of vegetables especially over the um christmas period because a lot of the supermarkets had the vegetables on quite cheap so i bulk bought loads and then i thought okay i've got no fridge space so i was peeling chopping and putting them into freezer bags so my freeze i've got one drawer dedicated to just vegetables but yeah i just froze everything because i thought you know i can use it when i need it and i know it's not going to waste so i I freeze everything i even like buy coriander i'm rubbish i'm rubbish at the the freezer my freezer's probably got some ice lollies and ice creams in it because my daughter likes that and then the rest of the drawers are hard i've got stuff in there but Mm -hmm. i don't don't really then go back to touch it. I'll go oh. and buy fresh again for the week oh, no. and make a plan. So I need yeah. to kind of get more into go that to the freezer. freezer. Yeah, no, no, freeze, freeze, freeze. Uh, listeners, we are actually live on air. We are reaching out to all our listeners in Luton and surrounding areas. We are live on the Inspire FM webpage where you can connect through TuneIn. And we are also live on the Facebook camera. Hello. <laughs> where you can and must like the show. And uh, you can also um, have the opportunity of joining in the discussion. Um, you can also join in... Um, through WhatsApp uh, or text message, which is on 0777-481-822. We are taking questions or um, anything that you'd like to share about uh, today's topic with us. It would be nice to hear from you all. Um, we are also repeated from 9 o'clock tonight, so if you can't hear the show now, we are on repeat at 9 o'clock tonight, so you can um, tune in then. Now, um, i like to kick off with some headlines, which have been taken from the BBC Online News. Um, NHS to pioneer a cholesterol-busting jab. A twice-a-year injection that reduces bad cholesterol to protect the heart is being pioneered by the NHS in England. Millions are already taking the drug statin to control levels of cholesterol. However, a ground-breaking large-scale clinical trial will now be offering NHS patients a gene-silencing injection that could save thousands of lives. Wow. What do you think of that? Well, that sounds great, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. So it's it's um science uh, is moving on so much now, isn't yes. it? Like the old times when we used to take tablets or something, mm. they've got now things that they can they can do and fix. Yes. But you have to obviously trial them to get mm. them into and so it takes a while for it to go through. But yeah, that would yes. be great if it means that a lot more people are not gonna suffer and go the through. cost of it as well That's for tablets yes. is a lot yes. um for people, isn't it? So yeah, that'd be great. And what's nice is um it's a twice a year injection. Yeah. So like these tablets that you're taking daily some people can forget yeah and that can have severe consequences by forgetting a tablet on a daily basis mm. so if you only need to go twice a year so that's probably every six months yeah it's something that you've done and you don't need to worry about controlling you know you just yeah. exercise and eat well i suppose that's it but and that that brings us nicely onto us doesn't it really yes. about exercise and eating but um that's the other thing isn't it not to think about medications fixing you all the time yes. i think sometimes we need to think back to basics about mm. years ago we didn't have these health yeah. problems so what were they doing that yes. was we've gone got so wrong and i think a lot of people mention about sugar mm. and a lot of our convenience foods that mm. aren't overly healthy or putting the right 
um, say products into our body mm. or like chemicals into our body that are causing adverse outcomes, then yes. we need to look back a little bit and go back to basics. Yes, yes, the medications are great to help the effects at the moment, mm. but then we need to look back at the root causes and then take it back to that fitness mm. and the um, diet. And and I think it'll, a combination of that is then better mental well-being as mm. well. So yeah, all of it adds in. It's a bit, I, I picture it as a jigsaw. It all comes yes. together quite nicely in parts when mm. you get them all working in tandem. But mm. if one falls off, then sometimes it, the others yes. get pulled down too, don't they? Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely correct, yes. And the next headline is the GP practice where patients can share appointments. Oh, really? Oh, God. <laughs> so the demand for a 10-minute block appointment is forever on the rise and many surgeries cannot offer patients appointments. So, however, a GP practice in Surrey is now offering patients a half-hour block. The only catch is the appointment is actually shared with other patients that have similar concerns. So an example uh, case was where seven patients were all being assessed and they were actually looking at um, managing their weight and diabetes. Okay. So they had a half an hour consultation and actually um, the, the, uh, the article further goes on saying that they actually found that appointment more productive because they saw like-minded patients yeah. that had the same concerns and they all got to voice their concerns and other people had ideas that yeah. they didn't think of. So it was quite a productive session. So yeah. um, uh, that's... That's actually... For that type of thing is quite yes. good. Isn't it? If you're going to go with something more private, you're yes. not going to want to share it, are you? Yeah. For the people, but for that type of thing, mm. it's kind of yeah, grouping people together. Mm. And you make a friend, or you get somebody that you can do something with together. Because yes. nobody likes to go to something really on mm. their own. Mm. Um, so if it's whether it goes to a weight class or mm. an exercise class or you're learning, then that's great. And then you've got a friend. You think I'm not actually. It's not me on my own in this scenario. Absolutely, yes. There are other people out there that've got the same problem as me. And yes. as you say, you then learn what was worked for somebody else that's or how it. they did something so that would be great bounce off ideas as yeah. well so and plus it saves the time for the gp that's it which yes. then relieves problems for the people that not, not that i'm saying important. aren't these aren't poorly but yes. they actually have a more imminent illness it, yes that's that it needs to be seen that day or something yes. like that yes yes that's absolutely and i thought it was a great yeah. idea but it must be hard work for the receptionist or the gps because they have to then see oh. whoever's calling in can you imagine that receptionist yes. phone call, what's your problem yes. oh, i'm not telling you yes <laughs> and it would be very difficult for them to identify which group to put what into yeah. so they have to be really on the ball about actually if it's just this we can group them into that group so mm. um, the, the admin may have increased it might be more where they've got a regular appointment they need to have mm. regular checkups yes. so then you're grouping the ones that have regular, regular checkups, checkups that are taking up an appointment yes. and therefore they're the ones that are scheduled in mm. I know my dad's got um, has to have appointments so his blood pressure in his heart yeah. he would then be grouped in with the people yes. in his area yes. so yes. yeah that's a very good point actually yes I'm glad Jane you've got your brain ticking this morning oh, <laughs> Okay, so listeners, in today's discussion, we are um, actually looking at maternity services offered by uh, the NHS in L&D and surrounding areas, is it? Yeah, so we've got, obviously, the Luton Dance Hospital covers a wide area, further mm. than Luton. We go out to some of, like, the Hertfordshire for Harpenden, mm-hmm. Central Bedfordshire, where you've mm. got Fittick and Leighton Buzzard, those type of areas, mm-hmm. as well as Luton. So we do cover quite a number of counties. Wow, but, okay. yeah, predominantly the services we're talking about are Luton. Um, Luton does have a great support network work for mm. pregnant women um that's been encouraged by the councils and the ccgs and the hospital mm. so um yeah it's great there's just we need to get women to we kind do, of yes. access these services before they unfortunately disappear or might disappear but yes i'm not saying they're going to go anywhere at the minute but it's yeah. obviously you can't keep something going if no one's if attending no one did, yes this is it so i mean um jane's voice may be familiar to some listeners because we did have jane back in december with us mm. as part of the total well-being service where we had uh, a brief insight into what jane um uh, does and her role in the NHS and um, also looking at um, maternal care and services offered to mums-to-be. Uh, the maternity care is for an, a forever-growing um, yeah. sector of the NHS. So we do we actually know, I mean, this is what I'm hoping that we can get out to the listeners today because I'm not too sure that many people know the services that we have. No. And it, it's not, because a lot of people think that, oh, I'm not a first-time mum, so this is not something that's applicable to me. So they just don't address it. Yeah. And they just leave it to those that are first-time mums and you know and sometimes I think as healthcare professionals we think oh she's been a mum before so obviously she knows where to access services and that's not always true is it especially if you move areas or you want to do something different
then they're yes. not going to know either. So it's kind of making sure we cover everybody. That's it, absolutely. And also, I mean, uh, over the years, it's just continuously changing. When I had all my children, every year it felt different because yeah. there was an improvement well, with some area. So it's all there's it was, massive um, improvements at the moment. So the government has been um, for quite a number of years now putting steps into place to help us mm. make maternity care safer. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had on the back of it, so investigations or mm. kind of um reports they've made changes and um they've kind of they've got a um care bundle out at the moment called saving babies lives where we're trying to oh, reduce okay. stillbirths mm. miscarriages um and neonates born with brain injuries at birth mm, okay. because actually in comparison to other countries we don't fend so well and actually mm. as a developing country we should mm. so what's the reason as to why we're not and so mm. they're putting steps into place to help that mm-hmm. um a number of things that cover that would be um smoking making sure that that we're yeah. advising women that smoking isn't big no-no in pregnancy mm-hmm. um, because it does affect the growth of your baby. You're looking at things that making sure that you're, you're monitoring your baby's movements mm-hmm. because that will tell you how well your baby is in between your appointments with the, with the midwife and you need to come and see us if you've got any concerns and not sit there and worry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got where we monitor the baby um, for growth. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably see a midwife get a tape measure out and measure your tummy or if mm-hmm. not you go into the hospital for growth scans and they are very important, both of those, because they actually show us how well that baby is growing. It's a bit yes. like when you look at your toddler and you put it on a weighing scales yeah. or put it against the wall and see how tall it's getting then mm. it's the same way when we can't obviously measure inside then we will get that magic tape measure out but we are doing something with that mm. and then against what that measurement will then be plotted against your a graph that's created just for you for your mm. ethnicity your weight and your height mm. and then we know how big a baby you should be growing mm. and um and then the other part is making sure that we're monitoring babies in labor correctly mm-hmm. and that we um are responding to the needs of that mm. and these are actually showing good outcomes it's it's yeah. good it's mm-hmm. just making sure that our services are getting accessible mm-hmm. in, in the area but um, obviously on, on the back of that is also looking at preconception care and making sure mm-hmm. that we're advising women that you might plan to get married and you might plan to move house and you might plan what child your school's going to go to mm-hmm. um, but you don't really plan for a pregnancy and some mm-hmm. people there are the kind of unplanned pregnancies and mm-hmm. that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about that if you are planning a family um, then you should get yourself into that prime mm-hmm. um, health if possible because it will help you in your pregnancy mm. for your outcomes and um, that's where kind of the healthy eating and the weight management around mm. it are, are key it's also a factor getting you in good mental health mm. because actually your emotions and your hormones play mm. massive it's on your pregnancy yes. yeah yes. and those no one's joking when they say about those baby blues on day three or day five so yes. it's just making sure that you've got that support network mm. and um years ago we used to like a lot of the um recommend NCT classes mm. and I think and my mum talks now quite fondly of her baby friends when mm. we when me and my brother and sister were kids and she's still in contact with them now and I think sometimes because of social media we yeah. don't necessarily make those lifelong mm. bonds um I'm just thinking like my daughter's birthday yesterday and one of the girls that I met when my daughter was a baby texts me saying oh happy birthday yeah. and like it's lovely to think that they're actually you're still on the forefront so, of their mind yeah. 11 years later it's crazy mm. but um yeah so it's building those relationships Ships, that when yeah. they have got their newborn they can go out and, and get so, out and about yeah. to classes because it is nicer with somebody that you know mm. um rather than on your own but then at the same time these classes are so open everyone mm. should just come along and try it out mm. just because don't be afraid of coming on your own because mm. it is it is really good yes. so yeah um so Jane, um, before we uh, carry on and go into our questions and the discussion of where we're going with yeah. the topic today, I did want you to briefly introduce yourself to the oh, listeners. Yeah, so that, yeah <laughs> just so the listeners know who you are, because you, I feel that you're a woman with many talents oh, and God. you've got a lot of knowledge and it's really nice to um, share this with the listeners. So if you can just sort of give a, a brief background about where you're coming from with yeah, all of this. Yeah, so I'm um, a qualified midwife. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally trained at State Mandeville Hospital in Aylesbury okay. and then moved over to the Luton and uh, went through a number of roles there. Mm-hmm. I was in charge of the labour ward on, on certain shifts and running the, running the labour ward and then I moved over to the L&D back in 2018 oh, okay. as the public health midwife okay. on the back of the drive to kind of try and see if we can push some women to be more healthy in the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. We're not saying you've got to stop all of your habits but try and be a little bit more healthier and so my remit covers um, healthy eating mm-hmm. and weight management um, because there isn't any set guidance on how much weight you should put on in pregnancy unfortunately mm-hmm. so it's trying to guide women into that in that scope 
um, about smoking and mm-hmm. stopping smoking and us helping you stop smoking in pregnancy. Um, and then also about vaccinations, making sure that women are aware of what vaccinations they should have and when they should have them and how important they are. They're so key mm-hmm. in keeping those babies safe and keeping yourself safe in pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And then also part of my remit is um, breastfeeding or mm-hmm. ba- um, feeding babies. So whichever avenue you choose, mm-hmm. it's supporting that choice and making sure that we've got the right information out there and the right support mm-hmm. and the right services and yeah that we're all kind of singing off the same hymn sheet so mm. that we kind of make those messages very clear concise mm-hmm. and um i find it very difficult for midwifery staff and mm. for um patients our women that are booked there's so much contradiction advice out there mm. someone will set up a website who's probably not got much of a qualification mm. or they'll set up a blog and they'll think what they're advising you is right and mm. it's all lovely and it all means well yeah. but actually some of it isn't the most up-to-date current advice mm. and so therefore midwives are trying to keep up to date with this stuff yes. uh, with evidence and pass that on to patients then but we need to signpost the women to websites that have got the reliable sourced information and i love tommy's anybody that's pregnant needs to get on the tommy's website and have a Mm -hmm. look at that because it is fantastic they cover everything Mm -hmm. there's other websites as well like the nhs website Mm -hmm. and um safer pregnancy and there's lots of them out there but ask your midwife about which one is best to follow yeah Yeah, because or i seek advice from because Mm -hmm. there are certain things out there so yeah that's my role in a nutshell Mm -hmm. pushing that kind of knowledge out to our midwives and our patients it's not just i'm not just patient facing i am supporting our midwives because they do have a busy job a really Mm. busy job like um we do now post an infographic on our luton dunstable website or or facebook page every month just to let you know how busy we have been during the month how many babies we've had and our delivery statistics because our midwives along with all nhs services don't get me wrong are pushed to the the limits and it's trying to help them from the back bottom and keep pushing them along because Mm. my job allows me to know the information or be go, go to meetings that share the information on it then we yes. need to spread that out yes and and yeah. they do have a tough job and and with regards to information of what's out there um i totally agree with you because sometimes um it's just a thread where um mums have put down posts and things and yeah. said things from their own experience and no two pregnancies are the same no, so everyone's not. journey is totally that, different that is so true mm. no two pregnancies are the same so when you sit there and think oh well, my friend went through pregnancy she was mm. she was fine well that's that's great for her and it's brilliant mm. that's wonderful but, but it doesn't mean that yes. you've got to suffer in silence mm. or that yours is going to be as easy or yeah. if someone's had a hard pregnancy and it doesn't mean is yours isn't going to be hard yeah. it doesn't mean that you yeah. actually if you think oh what's going on i'm, I'm not really okay in mind that's yeah. great and actually embrace that i think yes. sometimes we're so ready we don't celebrate our successes as yes, such i think we're ready it. to kind of criticize ourselves so oh i haven't yeah. done this i haven't done yeah. that but actually enjoy it enjoy yes. the time and as women i think that's that's what we just oh, do yeah. naturally yeah, we're yeah, just definitely. always self-critical of like you know oh no i shouldn't be like this i should yeah. be like this and we're always trying to shape or correct ourselves in yeah. any way so. and that's where um, again like i'm going to our questions but when you're talking to somebody who's pregnant about their weight yeah. actually we totally get that you don't want somebody to say actually yeah. you're at you're at risk of this 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 and this mm. and then feel bad about it what mm. we want to do is provide you with the information that you are more at risk of mm. a miscarriage you are more mm. at risk of a stillbirth if you're overweight in pregnancy you're more at risk of having complications in your birth but actually let's make you aware of that so you can monitor your movements a little yes. bit more closely mm. you can eat the right foods to help mm. less weight gain in pregnancy it's not about putting you down for where you are at this point mm. in time it's what we can do to get way. a better yes. outcome yeah yes. and if if that means that and but it's the case sometimes that as women we mm. don't want to have those conversations because yes. they're awkward because mm. of the response you might get or the fact that historically we're quite well at putting each other yes. down like rather than going oh well done for that we kind of yeah. go oh what you've lost lost weight I've, i haven't even been I've to gym this week yeah. i haven't had a chance yeah. um whereas we all should just embrace where everyone is mm. and support each other so mm. if, if someone is raising these these issues to you about the mm. weight about mm. smoking about the vaccinations it is purely to make you a healthier outcome where you are in, yes. in the outcomes of it yeah yeah no and i think um Weight management is, um, or weight in pregnancy, just yeah. in general, is one of those um, sensitive topics because it's something that um, you know everyone's bump grows differently, everyone yeah. bloats differently, and a lot of women um, really get um, quite sensitive when someone looks yeah. at their bump and says, "Oh, you actually look more further than what you are, yeah. or, or you, you look a lot less yeah, than or what you, you don't should think be." That's the yeah. one as well, isn't it? Where people yeah. go, "What? You don't think I'm pregnant?" Yeah. Um, I had a friend, and she was like, "Oh, we had two friends at the same time pregnant, mm. um, and one was." slimmer than, than the other mm-hmm. she was like i don't even look pregnant in comparison to her because yes. the slimmer the slimmer girl was 
showing more but yeah. this was her second baby at the same time so yeah. her muscles just relaxed just, a lot quicker yeah. didn't show the bump as as, as, mm. as quickly so they both had lovely babies and yeah, christmas babies and, and, they've fine, been, yeah. and they're lovely so it, yeah. it's absolutely fine no um yeah. Yeah, I know because I remember when I were, uh, was pregnant with my first, and I went to go and have my um, second scan. So by twenty weeks, you should be quite visible, um, and I wasn't, mm. and, and that's because it was my first. But when I'd got to the um, uh, scanning department and I was waiting, I was looking around and I thought, "Gosh, I'm no way as big as any of these women. I'm having." But they a might really be for tiny... a different scan anyway. And, uh, <laughs> and I thought they could be. And it's only later when I had my you son, realize, yeah. and I really did get big with him. But um, I realised that actually, you know, it, everyone's different, and they could have been at some. They must have been further on, or you know, it could be baby number. Number three, yeah. so their body's different. So, it but it's just it's you have to stop comparing. I think you that's do. one of the key things. Massively, and it's, when we think about pregnancy, like I think back to when I was pregnant. I wasn't a midwife when I was pregnant, and mm. my mum had um, sm- a small pelvis. Yes. And so in her day, in her era, she hate me for saying that era, but mm. she had to have um, X-rays for her pelvis to see if she could give birth mm. vaginally. Yeah. And so when I went for mine, she was like, "Oh, we've never birthed babies vaginally in our family. Oh. We just don't do it." Oh. I was like, "Oh, mum, I don't know what you're talking about." Right, okay, yeah. that's fine. So I had she made this big thing. I had to go and follow it up and tell the midwife. Uh, the doctor's got to see you. Okay, all right, mum. I turned up and forgot my notes. Oh, <laughs> bless you. I was you. like, you've come without your notes. notes. Like, oh. what, what do you need notes for? Oh, they can just. I'm, it's me. I'm here. Why oh. do you need notes? Oh, oh. I, I never lived that down. Oh, bless you. Well, listeners, um, I can't believe how quick the first half an hour of the show has gone, and we haven't even really started with most oh. of our questions. So, um, do join us after the break, where we will actually go into um, a lot of the discussion and some tips and ideas of how you can manage your weight in pregnancy Uh, but for now go share yourself a or share or get yourself a hot cup of drink or cold drink or whatever and join us after the break it's uh, assalamualaikum assalamualaikum this is atif nawaz and you're listening to an inspire fm podcast Good morning and assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Inspire FM 105.1 FM. You are tuned into Mother's Planet and I'm your sh- uh, host Neelam. And today my guest is uh, Jane. Good morning, Jane. Hiya. It's Friday 17th of January and the time is 10.30. Now in the show so far, Jane and I have had a lovely discussion about um, all the services. Well, we haven't actually talked about no. the services, no. So we've, we've actually been talking about just general pregnancy and um, what women need to do to make sure that they enjoy or embrace this journey yeah. um, without feeling that they need to compare themselves to other women and uh, you're not alone there's no. um, a lot that the um, L&D is now actually introducing to women and um, we need you mums out there to sign up to these classes or join these classes because the more intake there is the more chances of there are to open up more classes Definitely, yeah. and to actually open them up at flexible times that suit um, all the mothers out there as well because a lot of the classes they're just doing to suit those that do attend yeah. so if there is a time that doesn't suit you or if there's a class that doesn't suit you raise it voice it and let them know because um, if there's a, an interest they can um, always um, rearrange these classes now um, Jane we didn't actually go into the actual services that are offered in the maternity care so if we could just run through some of the things that um, yeah so um, when you're booked in pregnancy you have your weight you obviously jump on the scales and we don't measure your weight in your height and we calculate the I, on the back of that then puts you into uh, whatever bracket you might fall into whether you need to go and see a consultant or whether you stay in midwifery led care now as i said the changes to midwifery led care um from earlier and on the back of um certain reports so the fact that we've got this thing now called continuity of carer so mm-hmm. you've got midwives who will look after the same women in mm-hmm. pregnancy now you might think that's what we did previously but we didn't do that very well as such mm-hmm. because if someone was off or they needed clinics covered you might just get an ad hoc midwife move in different areas mm-hmm. this specific continuity of care will mean you'll see two midwives in your pregnancy okay. um and or you should see two midwives unless there's an ad, um so a very different scenario mm-hmm. but um and so therefore your midwife starts to get to know you get That's to know funny. what your concerns yeah. are you can talk to her very um safely and mm-hmm. open up about what your what your issues are and you get the support she can then direct you to where whatever services you mm. might need within the hospital because she'll be aware of that now um on the back of that what you might then have is in one continuity team they will offer you a home birth and mm-hmm. they'll be supporting you then for a home birth mm-hmm. on another um continuity model we've got where you've had a previous cesarean mm-hmm. you'll be supported to have a vaginal delivery and those wow. midwives are, and okay. it's, it is evidence that 
these you have better outcomes if you're more confident with your midwife if you know mm. them you've got relationships mm-hmm. and you don't feel kind of like you're under pressure because you don't know them so that's one good thing about it all mm. and then on the back of that so what they're going to do is refer you on to the services mm-hmm. and the services in Luton is that we've got Total Wellbeing who offer it's called a weight management service mm. I think it was named Pregnancy Plus for a while and it wasn't meant Pregnancy Plus because of a bigger size it was meant mm. Pregnancy Plus as in Pregnancy Extra Services mm. but I think the name got a bit misconstrued and mm. so but I think they've dropped the name now mm. so it's, it is weight management and nutritional advice mm. from um, Total Wellbeing they run on the first Monday of every month mm. 6 till 7.30 at Lucy Park and they run on a Thursday 10 to 11.30 at the Mall in Luton now um, that is purely around at the moment a discussion about what you should eat okay. and it's around the um eat well plates you're mm. looking at your portions of carbohydrates your vegetables mm. and your di- di- um, dairy and also encouraging you to do the, um, some exercise mm. so at the moment we don't offer, offer an exercise element on that class mm-hmm. we did but the uptake of it was very poor we'd only get like two women right, okay. sometimes one and therefore you can't run an exercise class on one mm. one person so that's where we're saying the more women that come Attend, to the services yeah. the more we can put on we want to put on a walking group okay. um there is aquanatal so aquanatal is available at luton at the inspire up in um Sopsley, 2.45 to 3.45. That mm. is well attended, so you need to book on. But mm. obviously what we could look to do, if the class is f- full all the time, we'd look to add another class. Mm. We've got flexibility to add more services for mm. pregnant women. We just need pregnant women to come to them yes. um, to, to take advantage. Or mention, say, whether there'd be some voice the wanted Pilates, yeah. yeah, things like that. They are going to start an exercise element, a bit of stretching, a bit of light dancing um, coming in the future, so they mm-hmm. can watch this space. But um, it won't be anything major it's more because we want to cater for all then what we might look to do is look to specify those exercise classes to your current exercise level mm, mm-hmm. because obviously we're really very aware that some women come into pregnancy not exercising much mm. some come in and they're, they're going to the gym every week so mm. they need that relevant level okay. um to them in their pregnancy what is key to highlight is that exercise in pregnancy is fine mm-hmm. at any gestation mm-hmm. apart from if you're advised by your doctor not to so there'll be things like if you've had a bit of bleeding if mm-hmm. you've got a low line percentage and you will know if, if, you've, if you've got these things mm-hmm. um, then um, and it's not all low line percenters but certain versions mm-hmm. will, they will avoid you from doing mm-hmm. um, exercise but yeah walking's fine yeah. so um, that theory about because um, a lot of people say at the very beginning so the first 12 weeks avoid exercise no. because your, your, your baby's growing so it's yeah. just a myth no, but, yeah, because it's, it is a myth because actually mm. exercise in pregnancy feeds your placenta it helps okay. your placenta grow um, not grow sorry the blood flow through your placenta is better Pumping, when yeah. you're exercising mm. so therefore you're actually giving your baby more oxygen which mm. can only be a good thing fit to grow mm. all you should be all you shouldn't be doing is is if that you've never exercised before is not then taking up exercise mm. in the first week of your pregnancy first few weeks of your pregnancy mm. but you can go for a walk keep mm. your joints supple mm. and keep moving um and there's an exercise that makes you out of breath so mm. not saying you go marathon training and start taking up running mm. but just keep yourself where you're where you're pushing your heart a little bit more mm-hmm. because your heart is now having to feed a little human that's growing mm-hmm. so therefore you want to make sure it's physically able to mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. um avoid racket sports or anything that might hit your bump so yes. and then yeah, funny enough scuba diving you know you shouldn't scuba not we can do that in this country but scuba diving due to the pressures yeah. we shouldn't be doing things like that so um <laughs> there are other um exercises that that you should avoid and actually tommy's will, will list them for you yeah. but um if you've got any queries at all just um speak to your midwife or yeah. give me a call at the hospital or mm. send us we've got our facebook group so for any p- booked pregnant woman or looking to get pregnant there's our facebook group so just look on the luton dunstable pregnancy and newborn facebook page join okay. that and we put information out on there what oh, services okay. we offer um what classes we've got going available it's fully listed on there mm. um so join that and we can spread some news but yeah okay. definitely physical activity watching yes. what you eat yeah. i know old school was eat for two but you don't want to be eating mm, for two because yeah. you're gonna have to then lose the weight for two afterwards and that's yeah. the double job whilst looking after a newborn uh, so jane we have actually had a question come in oh, and yeah. um it's just about um i think earlier on you just as you were talking you mentioned something about the walking group um, yeah and that struck a chord with somebody oh, um, so uh, so um it's uh, t- please tell us more a bit more about the uh walking group so that's something we're going it to sounds like a good yeah, excuse to get there out is the currently a walking group i think run by active luton um, okay. or total well-being out of active luton mm-hmm. um but if i if that person can give me the details then i can get the details over to you because it's something we want to start up because okay. actually walking can fit any exercise so, yeah, um, level. So therefore mm. and it's nice to get out and chat and yes. bits and pieces some 
um, personal trainers or yeah. gym instructors don't like pregnant women because they, they, they were too risky for them, just in case yes. something might go wrong. Yeah. When you go for a walk, it's just a normal daily yes. thing that you have to do daily. Yes. So therefore, you're not asking any pregnant women to do something they don't do normally. Exactly. So they like that idea. Yeah. So that's mm. something we've, we've put to them. But yeah, it's something we're going to look to do. Oh, it probably might go round. We were talking about there's a field or a park at the back of active the um, inspire oh, okay. and we said about doing one at stockbridge, stockbridge yeah, yeah because you've got the facilities here we just yeah. start utilizing them so stockbridge was quite good because um they did a, a class for um mums that had had babies yes yeah, so you bring your you buggy. Could take a buggy and you could just and i still the think they run that one yeah. i think they run the one with the buggies yeah. it's just that we then get into that mode where well it's a, it's for after but yeah. you can all join in together so yeah, yeah um we'll but put idea, some more information yeah. out about that but definitely that's something that we just want to kind of push it, it, it's an easy way isn't it of yes. getting out there get, meeting other people yeah. walking there's also um as we said before i know we had a, a discussion off air about the pregnancy club mm-hmm. and that's at the fly and start okay. centers in luton so for that you just need to look on the fly and start website mm-hmm. all of their classes and bits and pieces they have available are on there because yeah. they do also a thing called me time family okay. where that's you and your family going to exercise afterwards oh, there's, there's loads of scope for bits and pieces in Luton it's fantastic so that's um, a pregnancy club via flying start. flying start okay yeah and then there's also yeah there's lots of stuff in, in the area so the acronatal and then and there's something with mellow bumps or something yeah mellow bumps so say for example if you're get a little bit of anxiety in pregnancy mm. Actually, you've never experienced anxiety before, so you don't really know what it is, but you start yeah. to get a little bit anxious. I'm pregnant. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure what to do now. My life's changing. I'm not going to go back to work, or you are going to go back to work. How am I going to keep that under um, control? How? What's going to happen when I give birth? Mm-hmm. All these questions pop up that you... Or they don't. Some mm-hmm. people do think, and some people don't. Or, or you start to think what my friend's going to think how my friends haven't got children and i have now how i'm going to fit in with that relationship all those types of things can build you what we refer to as anxiety because Mm. you're starting to create a story in your head Mm. where actually you don't know how it's going to pan out and you Mm. haven't got any answers and the answers then lead you to think more of more adverse outcomes as such or different scenarios difficult scenarios and mellow bumps is a good place to go to talk about your worries because actually mm. as we said before with these group gp appointments somebody next to you will be having the exact same, same thought yeah. don't think you're abnormal in, in these thoughts mm. apart from obviously if you've got the thoughts of self-harm then we mm. need to see you sooner rather than later and they, they mm. are more drastic but ma- majority of people in pregnancy will have the worries and concerns that everybody, everybody else is thinking yes. but might just not verbalize them so the mellow bumps is around getting together mm. talking um and it's about bonding with your baby as well it's mm. very key in pregnancy to have a little stress of your tummy have a little mm. talk to your baby get them to know your voice play them some music if you want to yes. that bonding starts before that baby's yeah. out and mm. um but then at the same time if you can't that's not coming natural to you yes. don't worry that's absolutely not always yeah. are you going to think oh actually you yeah. can relate to that being a baby because i know mm. some people go oh i don't i don't feel like it's a baby in there yes. well, you probably don't second time around yes mm. you probably would understand that a baby is born afterwards but first time it's a little bit hard to comprehend mm. that's normal it's not for you to worry mm. about that no one's going to say you don't think it but you do right your yeah. right answer wrong answer right answer wrong yes. answer it's every individual is an individual mm. who has different thoughts and feelings and that's just making sure that you are speaking to somebody rather than creating yourself more of a worry because yes. there's no point and my daughter worries all the time i said to her why do you worry because yes. it's not going to change the outcome that's by worrying it. if you can do something to fix it like get your homework done your worry's gone mm. if you can go and talk to somebody about it and see what answers are it's available or what yeah. services are available then your worry's gone but yes. there's no point in just sitting they're worrying mm-hmm. so yeah um that's brilliant okay so um, that's uh, lovely so weight management going back to the weight management yeah. it's very key in pregnancy yes. and um and as we know um women that are pregnant actually will naturally put on weight yeah. anyway because you're growing a baby yeah, so things are different so um wh- why is it so important um to maintain weight in pregnancy what are the risk factors that women could put themselves into if weight is not maintained that yeah sense? so if you have excessive weight gain in pregnancy or mm-hmm. say for example you're entering a pregnancy and you've got already quite a, a high bmi you're putting yourself at risk of complications in pregnancy you've got the stillbirth and miscarriage that we mentioned before just mm-hmm. because of the compromise it puts in your body and mm-hmm. that your body is fueling your baby to grow you've then got the risk of when you have your baby that you're going to bleed a lot more than somebody else mm-hmm. you've got the higher complications of having a cesarean section because mm-hmm your body doesn't connect in the same way to labour or you Mm. might not have the same options available to you in Mm. labour. 
you've then got the difficulty of wound care afterwards if you've had a cesarean section mm. and actually afterwards it, all of this when you're pregnant your hormones change in your body and it reduces your it makes your muscles and your um cartilage relax mm. so you might find you get a bit of hip pain mm. and the more exercise actually well not the more but the more active you keep mm-hmm. the less pain you get on your pelvis oh, because okay. you're keeping those joints supple and moving okay. Okay. whilst they are relaxing mm-hmm. and then obviously when your body relaxes the more weight on it the mm. more discomfort you will get so when mm. people used to say about the swelling mm. yes in some cases it's normal for pregnancy in other mm. cases it's actually if we were to exercise the water would move around your body a bit better okay. and therefore you'd have less swelling um you're also looking at your could have a more active birth mm. you're looking as well at the fact that your postnatal recovery will be quicker so therefore you're gonna either look to lose the weight postnatally easier mm-hmm. you're gonna make yourself feel better because anybody coming out the back of pregnancy is like i put on, i have put on weight mm. you're minimizing how much you have put on mm-hmm. and then your confidence to go out and about afterwards mm-hmm. go and socialize socialize with other mums mm-hmm. it, that it's a self-esteem aspect mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think what else it would, would do really um but m- for us mainly it's around the birth complications, complications yeah, and then so. you've also got complications say if you wanted an e- epidural or you went in for cesarean section sometimes our uh, anaesthetists have complications due to weight size mm-hmm. and um uh, th- they can explain it a lot better than I can, but it just limits your risk, basically, okay. by limiting how much you put on. Mm. And I know we, we, we do struggle with this advice about what to eat and what not to eat in pregnancy and mm. culture. Mm-hmm. My culture is different to yours as to mm. what your mum would tell you to do mm. to what my mum would tell me to do. I know some... Um, we need to kind of break those barriers down a little bit as yeah. to the fact that actually... I love my mum. Mm. You love your mum. Yeah. Everyone else loves their mum, I would yeah. think, or, or their grandmother. They yeah. don't want to offend them, but actually the evidence is changing and we need to keep up with the times in the same way that the mid- we need to advise midwives of the current evidence. Our so families research aren't indicates there always, are certain foods yeah. that we should be eating. Yeah. And, um, and so our families yeah. aren't always the best source of information on that. Some mm. are, some aren't. Yeah. But you do need to seek the advice from the health professionals and mm. the knowledge that's out there rather than... Mm. So um, going on to that, so um, we, we were looking at um, managing weight, so things to avoid, um, what foods, I mean the, the typical food, what I know naturally yeah. what anybody, whether yep. you're pregnant or not uh, eating excessively, eating uh, you know, fried foods and things like that is, is thing, but what, what are the foods that are encouraged to eat in pregnancy, so you know, because um, you're obviously, you've, your vitamins now, I don't know if this is a myth or if this is again a theory, but you need to if you're taking vitamins you need to sort of double it almost because you've got another baby growing inside or you need to take a bit more of certain vitamins um, so you, basically your pregnancy vitamins are you get them given at the beginning of pregnancy and they have everything in them that you need mm-hmm. in the others um, the ones you buy in the shop pregnant care things like that are, are ample mm-hmm. it's more around your folic acid in the early stage of pregnancy mm-hmm. to aid the um, baby's development and you're looking at vitamin d because we all have a low version of vitamin yeah. d um in, to the british uh, weather yeah exactly <laughs> so yes the vitamins are great you don't have to double them just mm-hmm. take a pregnancy pregnancy related dose and okay. or speak to the pharmacist as to what you're taking mm. as because some of them you should shouldn't overtake on either mm. um some pregnancy ones are are key there's not really much to say to avoid apart from the foods that we list to avoid mm. so like the uncooked eggs the raw meats things mm. like that certain fishes mm. um and that's for the food um health risks around how that make you feel okay. um, risk of food poisoning things like that it's not so much to avoid as i say every normal diet would be to avoid the sugar mm. hydrate more mm. um eat the healthy fats mm-hmm. um less processed foods mm. less takeaways and more naturally cooked foods you know what's in it so it's not actually anything that's different to anybody else in life mm. it's just making sure that you are eating the right foods and then mm. in, in the latter part of pregnancy so you're looking towards the last trimester is the only time you need to actually increase your calorie intake by 200 calories otherwise you are exactly the same the last time yeah you might yeah. start to feel tired mm-hmm. but that's not because you're hungry you're tired because your body is tired mm-hmm. so therefore fuel it with the right foods mm-hmm. um and actually sometimes as anybody mm-hmm. when you're eating the rubbish foods you feel more rubbish don't you so mm-hmm. actually by eating the better foods mm-hmm. you should be able to counter out that tiredness but it's also a case of listening to your body if you need mm-hmm. to go to bed don't be afraid of having a little nap and mm-hmm. looking to go and rest your body mm-hmm. rather than looking to foods to source more energy yes. actually have a nap because your body's saying i'm tired yes. or go to bed a bit earlier mm. and and at the same time as weight management is key sleep is key hydration is key. key it's the combination yeah. of all of it but the eat well plate is brilliant so mm. if you just if you googled that 
it would show you the portion sizes of what you should be having mm. with regards to carbohydrates, milk, um, meat, um, vegetables, and your, and your um, dairy mm. intake. Mm. And that's that's if you stick. And that's that. something that you can apply to the whole family. It's oh, not something that you just yeah. because you're pregnant and you need to take this on. It's something that's applicable to the whole family. Yeah. Um, so uh, Jane, we mentioned fish. Um, fish, just not to be confused. Fish can be eaten in fish pregnancy. Fish can be eaten. Yeah. It's um, I think tuna was the one tuna, to avoid. Tuna, marlin, swordfish. Mm. It's because of the magnesium levels. So yeah. I think you can eat tuna, just can't overly eat yeah, the tuna. It's a tin a week or something. On here, yeah, because... Um we can we put, I'll put the list up afterwards to, to clarify it. Oh, yeah. please, yes. Is, yeah. okay. Tin tuna to four small servings per week, and yes. that is because of the magnesium level. Yes. So, um, and then there's certain, like, the soft blue, soft blue and blue cheeses. Cheeses, yeah. And mm. that's all around the kind of risks around the salmonella, the listerosis, and um, toxoplasmosis and things like that. Yes, okay. That's brilliant. Okay, so, Jane, um, we've talked about food. We've talked about exercise. Yeah. Um, we've even mentioned um, how to manage anxiety. So, are there services... Um, did we mention that there's services Yeah, there's a team. Anxiety? So in the same way the continuity I mentioned before, there's a continuity team that look a- around mental health. Yes. Um, and, or so certain people don't like the term mental health, mental yes. well-being, yes. or actually emotional well-being. Mm. Whichever way you want to, want to word it, there is a team that help with that at the hospital mm-hmm. as well. And you'll be categorised into your applicable, not... I want to say risk, but it's not. It's actually applicable as to how you sit within it because you've got. It's a, it's a very broad scale as to mental health, whether mm. you're suicidal or you actually you've got that little bit of anxiety. So what mm. we don't want to do is go in hard mm. as you would do with someone that's obviously really struggling yeah. with just a little bit of anxiety and scare you off. So the girls are, are, are a great team, and you'll mm. then have that continuity with the same person. So you haven't got to repeat your concerns, yes. and they would see you and talk about it. But um, the key things for pregnancy is. A I think is building those relationships, building those mm. friendships with mm. other pregnant women. Get yourself mm. out there and gain a network. Yes. You don't you don't go to work and not have your colleagues that you that you get on with and you can go and talk to every day. Mm. You don't go to school when I was at school and not mm. have your friends. Why should you go through pregnancy without making some friends very, going very through the same yes. scenario? So make get out there, go to the clubs mm. and make some friends who are in the same stage as you. By just mm. by having that, you will then look to be um, a little bit feel a little bit better about it someone said to me about the other day that they they, um took somebody to their class they were pregnant and they went along to a class of postnatal women and the reason they did that was because when you're pregnant you don't you have fears but you don't really have a fear of taking your newborn out Mm. so you go to the class to see what it's like where you park where you go um so that when you have your baby all those fears have kind of eased a little bit because you know where you're going you know where you're going to park you know what it looks like when you walk in you know what the feel of it's like as well Mm. so all you've then got to worry about is is my baby going to get in the car seat and is it going to be fed is it going to poo and i'm going to be okay um and that by eliminating some of the concerns beforehand puts you in a better stead for Mm. the postnatal period when you're starting to doubt yourself through your mm. hormones because mm. you're tired and don't get me wrong everybody don't know who everyone is is tired when they've had a newborn because mm. you are your body clocks change completely because the mm. baby is up at night and whereas before you'd look to be having your full night sleep and your mind then plays tricks on you as to how you mm. think because you're not thinking in the way you would do normally yeah, and true. all of this is normal mm. so therefore once we start spreading the word that actually you are tired and you can think irrationally sometimes yes. because you're tired and ha- but how can we help you with that and what things can we do before you have your baby to mm. ease that anxiety afterwards so yeah the team is great with the girls um there and obviously with the mellow bumps with, mm. with, with the um surrounding area mm. um there's also an awful lot of the maternity team you've got maternity care assistants when you come in you've got our midwives you've got our nursery nurses you've mm. got so many people you can feed information yeah. off of mm-hmm. just be open with them and just talk to them. Like I can remember when I had my daughter and I wasn't a midwife mm. and she came around and the midwife came around and asked me some questions and I was like, yeah, no, mm. yes, yes. And I looked at her to see whether I thought my answers were right. right yeah. How bad's that? That I was so yeah. worried that somebody was going to tell me that what I did was wrong mm. or that my answer wasn't right. Actually, I can't help if my daughter wasn't eating yes. because if she wasn't feeding properly, yeah. but somebody can help me with that. Yes. If my daughter hasn't pooed and has a problem or hasn't weed, then somebody can help me with that. Yes. But there's no point in me trying to make out I was okay with all of that. Yeah. I was. I was fine. I didn't have a problem. Mm. I just wonder whether or not if I had, would I have raised it? Yeah. I don't know. But looking now at the services, no one's out to trick anybody. Yes. We're just here to support the whole scenario. And I think that's a key message to get out to the listeners that um, I think uh, a lot of the time, a lot of 
people you feel like with the any, microscope don't you a little bit yeah, yeah and and you feel that if you raise a concern um especially when it comes to your mental well-being mm. or something that's not going as it should be going yeah um then you feel that you're you're under the spotlight and, and you're going to be or, checked upon yeah. lots and you've and got you might you know, be checked upon a lot but because you need to be checked so, upon yes, and actually you need that support, support but no one's doing it in a way that's gonna gonna be looking to yeah what take your baby away from you or yeah, cause yeah. you and more ultimately that's or cause fear, you more yes. harm or yes. to, to to kind of show you up in front of other people that mm. as an example yes. it's just to make sure that everybody's entitled to have their pregnancy and enjoy their pregnancy See. and their birth yeah. and their newborn yeah. in the best way they can and sometimes i think that judgmental part is steps in doesn't yeah. it and well jane it's been brilliant and i think everything that we've shared today has been of great benefit and um i'm hoping the listeners have uh, made notes of all the services yeah. available because there's plenty yeah and there wasn't at one stage um, you know no. my eldest is 12 now and i can't recall ever being informed about so many um options of what's out there and so flying there's a stuff lot especially more. um with children's centers when they're first brought in a lot of the areas have actually had their children's services dropped in children's centers luton is one of the areas that's maintained a lot wow. of services yeah. and you should really tap into it you're very lucky in this area mm. um, where i live you don't get the same level of service but it's amazing the, the class they offer there and and the um even for newborns for for children Mm. um for weaning yes all things like that there's lots of services down there all for some of them i don't think you pay for many one one might be a pound but otherwise it's all free and you should really access that information and they're so knowledgeable Mm. um but yeah definitely so jane you did mention earlier that we have a a facebook page that if anyone wanted to contact if you could just mention that again on air so so the facebook page is um luton and dunstable newborn and pregnancy Mm -hmm. i'm gonna double check that because i'm I set this up and look at that. And, I don't and they would like, and uh, you can then, uh, once you do that, um, and uh, also, uh, I've just had a text come in saying, any services for husbands? Um, what, for weight management or, or just in general? Just to go yeah, through the journey. Start do, yeah, Fly and Start support the men. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, stop Smoking Service supports men. Um, yeah, there's a lot out there that's, um, but if not, then and that's something we need, mm-hmm. then we can look to instigate it. So definitely it's something Brilliant. we can take back. Okay. I'm just going to find that. That's fine. While you're pregnancy doing that. and newborn information at the Luton and Dunstable Hospital. Okay. It's got a little blue symbol that says Luton and Dunstable on it okay. um, yeah go for it join it but ask yes, us some questions like it and you'll get all the information on there now listeners thank you so much uh, for tuning in and thank you so much to Jane thank for all for her me. input today um, this, this show has been fantastic we are nearing the end so uh, remember ladies we have the ball at the Luton Who for Saturday 1st of uh, February from 6pm it's a charity event uh, raising money for Quiche Hospice Korkani uh, Masjid also Sunday 26th of December from 10 to 12 have disability day at the mosque it's a free event but tickets will need to be confirmed through eventbrite um as a tradition of the show my quote you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have <laughs> thank you for listening to our podcast why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at Inspire FM Luton.